You're listening to Create Wealth Through Franchising, and I'm your host, Kim Daly. In my 20 years as a franchise consultant, I've helped hundreds of people achieve their dreams of building and scaling franchise businesses to create wealth. The interview you're about to hear can also be found on my YouTube channel, where I post new franchising content multiple times per week. Please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and to my YouTube channel at kimdaily.tv. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back to Creating Wealth Through Franchising Podcast and Kim Daily TV. I am your host, Kim Daly. So today's story is four generations in the making. (laughs) It's a pioneering brand with four generations of family history and recipes behind it. Recipes? Kim Daly's going to talk about food. I know, I know. For my follow, for my loyal followers, you know that I am not typically the food girl. But what, every once in a great while, there comes along a story that's too good to be denied. And I believe this next interview for you guys is one of those stories. So we're going to welcome to the studio the founder of this fourth generation family business, Dana, and the president of the franchise brand called The Milkshake Factory, Dana and Dan. Welcome to Kim Daily TV. Thank you for having us, Kim. All right. So The Milkshake Factory, guys and gals out there listening, listen, I've been pitching this to my candidates already, and it is going over so, so well. I already have a candidate booked for Discovery Day, and we've only had this uh, company in our inventory now, I think, for two weeks, <laughs> maybe three weeks. So this one could be a home run. This story is going to take us from the Pittsburgh Penguins to PNC Bank to the Pentagon. So with that, Dana, welcome, and tell us a little bit about this fourth generational story that has a moment right now in 2023. Well, we are very excited and we're very excited to be launching the Milkshake Factory nationally. Uh, Our family started making chocolate and ice cream back in 1914 when my great-grandparents immigrated through Greece. They came through Ellis Island and settled in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And the only thing they knew how to do was make candies. And so they did it for a living and it turned into a retail store. And so my brothers and I and the gender and my parents, we all grew up in the chocolate factory. And so when uh, we created, I had this concept for the milkshake factory. So after having all this experience in product uh, and and research and R&D, I decided uh, we talked about this concept of of implementing the milkshake factory in our one retail location in Pittsburgh. And all of a sudden it just took off. And so our chocolate shop that was known as 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 a chocolate shop that sold ice cream all of, all of a sudden became known as the Milkshake Factory. And we knew we had something special there. And so after that, and that started gaining traction and creating this cult following in Pittsburgh, it became known as a place to go. PNC Bank asked us to open up a location in their global headquarters in downtown Pittsburgh. And that was our first expansion as the Milkshake Factory you would know today. So before you stop talking, how do we get to the Pittsburgh Penguins from PNC Bank? <laughs> well, the Penguins, that, was a, that is a great opportunity that um, the Penguins are just such an A-plus organization. And we had the 
ability to uh, meet with them and and partner with them. And we also partnered with uh, one of the Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel. So anytime Jake scores a goal, his shake, Jake shake, is half off all locations the next day. <laughs> so that has created quite a following in the city of Pittsburgh as well. And people love it. It's so good. And so, all right, so let's finish. How did we get to the Pentagon, I guess? And then I want to, I want to come back. Yeah, the, the Pentagon, actually, that was before we actually opened up PNC Bank, the, our, our flagship location. We, uh, my brothers and I worked in the White House. And once we left, decided to leave, uh, leave government and leave the White House, we decided to go back into the family business. And we were asked to open up a chocolate shop in the Pentagon at the Department of Defense. And so that location was very successful. As you can imagine, we were the most secure chocolate in the world. We (laughs) sold to all of the 30,000 employees and civilians and military people that worked inside the Pentagon. Uh, And so it was a really unique and fun opportunity and got to know some really great people while we operated that store. That's so amazing. You know, sometimes the success of something has more to do with these like the people that get connected to your brand, not to take anything away from the actual product itself, but just the opportunities that sort of came to you. It's like the stars, you know, the path was just like opening for you and and each kind of step led to the next step to the next step to now you find yourself at this moment where you're ready to build a national franchise brand. So let's bring Dan into the conversation, the president of the franchise. So Dan, let's talk a little bit about why is this brand positioned to become the next big American brand or maybe the first ever? Has there ever been a brand for milkshakes? Uh, No one's really doing exactly what we're doing. So there's a lot of kind of milkshake adjacent concepts and obviously dessert, uh, more broadly speaking, is a little bit crowded. So, you know, there's a lot of kind of Me Too brands and and a lot of kind of concepts that are very crowded. Um, But again, no one's doing exactly what we're doing in terms of focusing on premium milkshakes. And, you know, we didn't set out to franchise. That was never really our objective. You know, like Dana said, we just kind of, we had one store and then we opened a second and that was successful. And then we kept opening in different areas of the city, urban, college, suburban, et cetera. And every location was very, very successful. And, you know, we brought on our VP of operations over six, seven years ago, who comes from a franchising background. So he's kind of revolutionized our entire operation in terms of just making it so simple and so easy to run. And, you know, that's a big thing for us where, yes, we're, we're F&B, but we're very, very simple F&B. So we're, we're kind of the F&B concept for the person that wants to do F&B, but doesn't want all of, all of the complexity. So. What we realized, you know, coming out of COVID was, you know, we actually have this this wonderful brand that has this cult following in Pittsburgh. The unit economics are very, very solid and the operation is super simple. And then we had the conversation of, you know, what would it look like if we went outside of Pittsburgh? And to do that ourselves, um, you know, economically, is, is, is it requires a tremendous amount of capital. And, you know, we're not franchise experts, you know, we're, we're business people. And when we started educating ourselves on franchising and kind of came into the idea that like, hey, this actually checks a lot of these boxes of great brands, super scalable, super simple, you know, reasonably cost effective to get into, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, we spent a lot of last year just kind of learning about what it means to franchise, what it means to be a franchisor, how do we set ourselves up for success? So, you know, that's where, you know, we wanted to bring, you know, the collect kind of the A-team, if you will. So, you know, we partnered with, with Franworth, who in our opinion is a leading franchise development firm. They've helped us a lot. 
um, and kind of just navigating these waters of franchising. So we're really, really excited. I mean, the initial response to our brand, you know, over the last couple of weeks, like you said, has been has been very overwhelming and, and a little bit flattering. So we, we appreciate all of that. Um, and but, you know, we're still going to do the same things, right? It's all about the best milkshake you've had and, and we, we can get into the recipe. I mean, it's taken us many, many years to get to this point. Um, and we are absolutely obsessed with product quality um, in, in creating an experience that consumers love. So we always say that consumers walk into the milkshake factory with a smile on their face because everyone's just so excited to be there. And it's our job to make sure they walk out with a smile, right? Which And that, that sounds so simple, but that really means they have a great experience, they have friendly service, and of course, you know, the product wows them. So um, that's kind of how we think about things. Hey, Daily Coach fans, if this franchise sounds like a fit for you, I would love to be your Daily Coach. Email me right now for a totally free consultation at inquire at kimdaily.tv. Can we just clarify what F&B is for those listeners? Well, food and beverage, I apologize. Food and beverage. Yeah, you're not the food and beverage person. I, I should have said food and beverage, so thank no, you. No, no problem at all. No. Okay, so let's, it was such a nice segue because I, I want to take it back to Dana. So I want to talk a little bit, just a little bit about the actual product. I mean, this is probably something that people have to go and try when they come out to a discovery day and something that as a candidate in the process, you're going to learn a lot more about, um, you know, the the fresh dairy, because I know the differences in the dairy. Let's just share a little bit about the, the quality products that you're using and how does the candy, you know, history factor into the milkshake business? Yeah, the core of who we are is our product and our attention to detail, the quality of our product. We will never compromise on the quality. We will figure out a way to make it work using those premium ingredients. And that is something that we will always figure out. Uh, so first and foremost, my great-grandparents and great-grandmother taught us at a very young age is to never compromise on the quality. So when you look at how we transitioned into making milkshakes, during this concept, we, we, we grew up in the chocolate factory. We know how to make candy, and it transitioned right into making flavors and background flavors for the, for the milkshakes. Um, so we had a, you know, had a, a unique experience to be able to go into the kitchen and cook some syrup flavors and some very specific items that really paired well with the milkshakes. Um, what a really tough job that must have been. Yeah, <laughs> and the taste testing is hard, too. I wanted to say this so many times. It's like your grandmother's like every every grandchild's great dream for a grandmother, right? Like owns a chocolate factory. Like that's so great. That is right. That is right. So it it really is uh, the core of who we are. Uh, and so we have really figured out. Most people think a milkshake is you just throw ingredients into a, a milkshake tin and you mix what you want. And yes, you can do that, but to make the premium uh, level of milkshake that we make, uh, it is very difficult, very specific. Uh, and so that is something that we have taken the time over the, over the past essentially 10 years to perfect. Um, and it's something I'm very proud of that our, our family has done and can do. We are not your over-the-top freak milkshake with all of the desserts put in it. Some people love that. That's not who we are. We are about making the best classic good quality milkshake you possibly can make. When you walk into a milkshake factory, does it feel like a diner? Like what is the, does it feel like a candy shop? What is the feel of your store? What, when you say that it's actually unique because it is a, it is a throwback, but it is definitely a little bit more of a feel for today. 
So it is, it's not a diner feel. It's not a 1950s style. It is a, it has elements of subway tile and white Carrera marble and, and, uh, you know, different wood paneling. Um, but it really feels like it's a throw. It's, it's, it's a, it's a location for today with a feel of the turn of the century. Like an old fashioned fountain shop. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay. So now Dan, back to you. Let's talk a little bit about the opportunity for an investor. Is it a full time? Is it semi absent? Who is the candidate that you believe or you want this opportunity to appeal most to? Yeah, at its core, I think the people that are going to be really successful with Milkshake Factory, I mean, it's a people business, right? And I think it's all about, you know, we, we all start with our people and you treat our people well and they treat our customers well. So I think it's someone that is it kind of it finds that appealing of being able to create that culture and connecting with their employees, connecting with customers and honestly connecting with their community. Um, so that's probably the, the first thing. And then that's really, really important. And they're just excited. I mean, it's a fun place to be and you kind of have to have some energy and passion around that. And I think that's contagious um, from, from a leadership perspective. And then there's different ways uh, to structure this. I mean, certainly there's someone that could kind of be, be the general manager and, and you know, make a good living for themselves and they're kind of you know, buy themselves a job, so to speak. Or, you know, as we've learned, as we have uh, 11 stores, uh, corporate stores in Pittsburgh, so as we've built those out, you know, we've learned a lot about the labor model and how to struct structure general managers and area directors. And, you know, there is a, a way, especially as you get into multi-unit conversations, you know, three, six, 10 units, um, you know, in, in even three units, you start to have a lot of efficiencies on the labor side and you can kind of afford some, some more senior level management. So, you know, I, I don't, ever want to, you know, claim fully absentee. I think any business that claims that I would be a little skeptical about. Um, so I think that, you know, like any other business, if you can hire some great people, um, you know, you certainly wouldn't have to be in it all day, every day. So again, it's a more detailed conversation and we're, we're happy to share all that we've learned, um, you know, with our franchisees as they're thinking about their labor model and, you know, what they're looking for uh, out of this opportunity. Do you feel like there's any real competition? I mean, we, I mentioned this a little bit ago, but like, as you look out into the marketplace and franchising, I mean, I, you know, I think of like dessert concepts that uh, like nothing bunt cakes comes to mind, you know, or like cookie crumble, you know, which you see these sort of popping up everywhere next to movie theaters, at least around where I live. Do you do you feel do you have like an idea in your head of like, are there any real competitors that you feel are going to, you know, like that you you want to get ahead of? Yeah, I mean, I think that they're, you know, broadly speaking, our competition is kind of for that dessert occasion, right? So whether it's the local ice cream shop or crumble cookies or whoever else, like that's kind of what we're competing for. But, you know, like we said earlier, there is no one doing milkshakes like we are. And also, you know, we have a chocolate shop within the milkshake factory as well, which I should be clear about. So, you know, if you think about some of these legacy chocolate businesses out there um, that are also offering franchising, you kind of get that business too with the milkshake factory. So people come in to the milkshake factory, obviously for shakes, and then they realize we have this beautiful chocolate and you sell seasonal chocolate and we've got corporate gifting with chocolate. So the chocolate space, there's kind of those chocolate competitors. Then when it comes to milkshakes, there's kind of the, the there's a couple of milkshake brands that are kind of doing the freak shakes and that's over the top. And I think that works in some areas. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, for us, we're not trying to be trendy. We take a lot of pride in, in, in not being trendy. You know, we're, we're, we think we have a lot of staying power. We've been around for a century and I don't think classic milkshakes are going anywhere. Um, so, you know, 
I don't want to say there's not competition because there always is, but it's not some of these really crowded spaces that you see where there's, you know, there's four hot chicken brands right now and it's a big race. And thankfully we are not in that situation. So, you know, we're going to kind of do our thing and, 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 you know, execute our premium brand really well with a focus on quality. Um, And if we take care of our franchisees and ultimately take care of our customers, you know, we think we'll be successful. Hey, Daily Coach fans, if you're inspired by this conversation, I invite you to email me right now to explore this franchise opportunity. My email is inquire at kimdaily.tv. What I love about this story is it's sort of like that. It's an emerging brand with this like very strong track record and history behind it. But for the investor out there listening, I mean, this is a first to market advantage, right? And if you are a foodie or you've always wanted Kim Daly to to bring you that multi, you know, the scalable multi-unit potential with food, not only are you entering, like Dan just said, into a non-crowded space, right? But you're entering into a non-crowded market right now. You know, in the summer of 2023, we have wide open territories across the country, except for Pittsburgh, right? So so this is a golden opportunity. And for those candidates who have worked one-on-one with me, I spend a lot of time uh, talking about, you know, when when do you want to be inserted into the brand, right? Some some investors, it's they're not comfortable coming in at the pioneering side and riding, you know, the wave up. Some people need that more experience, tried and true, see it in your community. But when the brand has reached that level, oftentimes the best locations in a market are already gone, and oftentimes you might have already missed that sort of. Um, what I call like the wave of buyouts, where when you own the best locations in a market and the world wakes up and people are like, I want to own one of these and there's no more good territory. That's when those pioneers can raise their hand and say, well, you can buy mine, you know, pay me six times my EBITDA and I'll happily go away. And, 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 we, and we as consultants sit back and watch those franchisees get their best ROI upon exit. I watched it happen with friends who owned Massage Envies. I watched it happen with friends who owned Orange Theories. I've watched it with Planet Fitness. I would love to watch that six, eight, 10 years from now with the Milkshake Factory. I feel that opportunity could be very real for you. If this resonates with you, if you're out there and you're listening to this and this resonates with you, I think you should follow the email on the screen right now or reach directly out to Kim at inquire at kimdaily.tv. So my role in this would be to help pre-qualify you, to help make sure that you are the right candidate to own this type of brand by matching your skills, your lifestyle goals, your financial capability to this model, and then to serve you up to to Dan's team uh, who will take you through the exploratory process where then you can be awarded the opportunity should everybody agree that this is a mutual, a good mutual fit um, and for you to maybe own an entire market, let's say. Let's dream big today. Why not? (laughs) This is a story four generations in the making. (laughs) Well, is there anything else that we, you, you want Dana or Dan? You would like the listeners of Kim Daily TV to know any little golden juicy nuggets about the Milkshake Factory that you want to leave with our followers today. 
I mean, we covered the high level stuff. So I think this is a little bit of a, a kind of a, a teaser type level of information, which is, I think, the intent, which is exciting. So would encourage folks to uh, to learn more and, and understand our menu. And of course, talk to folks like Kim to, you know, even if there's a little bit of interest to see if it could be a fit. And then, you know, our best sales pitch is just getting people to Pittsburgh. And once they see our stores, which we are very, very thoughtful about how we build out, um, very, very premium, it blows people away. And then once people taste the shakes, uh, again, you know, Dane and I can talk all day about the business and, and this and that. Um, but but once we actually get people to taste the shakes, uh, people get it really, really quick. So um, that would be, you know, kind of my my ask is, is you know, would love to, to get as many people to Pittsburgh as possible just to see the brand, experience it and, and taste the product. And I just want to say how uh, exciting this is for our family. We didn't as we talked about earlier, we did not set out to create a franchise or create a brand that was franchisable. We just set out to create an, a, a high-end um, experience for our people in our community. And so when we did that, we realized we stumbled across uh, this franchise opportunity and we knew it was the next step for us. We just wanted to go out and we want to make our great-grandparents, our grandparents and our parents proud of everything that we have done and built. And I really am, am really excited to see the traction that Milkshake Factory is getting. And I'm really excited that everyone's, the excitement around Milkshake Factory is something that's special. And I don't, can't answer why, uh, but once, as Dan said, you feel it, you get in the store, you see it. I think people understand. Um, I've had some really cool interactions and experiences with some, uh, all the way from celebrities just to uh, anybody off the street. And they all have the same reaction. So it is, it's different than walking into any other dessert concept or any other uh, retail store. Uh, and uh, it's just, there's something special about it. So as many of you that can get to Pittsburgh and, and get into the store, I don't think you will be disappointed. Via Kim Daly, please. Via Kim Daly, that is right. <laughs> I love it. That, that Those comments were as wholesome as I feel a milkshake factory that's has recipes that are, you know, four generations in the making and one family is. I mean, what a great all-American story right here on Kim Daily TV. So if you're inspired by this interview and you want to learn more about the Milkshake Factory, please follow the email on the screen right now or reach directly out to inquire at kimdaily.tv. That's inquire at kimdaily.tv. Dana and Dan, thank you so much for being my special guest today. Thanks, Kim. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate it. Until next time, my name is Kim Daly, and I want to be your daily coach. If you found this inspiring, please contact me at inquire at kimdaily.tv. My consulting services are totally free to you. Again, that email is inquire at kimdaily.tv. I can't wait to hear from you.